Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Colts Nation? It's another edition of Believe in Colts and an exciting Happy edition of Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is DeQuell. DeQuell, you got to be as happy as all the other Colts fans out there, right? I mean, after that game. Yeah, every, everyone is uh, excited about that one. I, I really don't want this one to end because, man, did the Colts put on the show. And that run game and that offensive line showed just how dominant they can be against another dominant defense on the other end. I'm not, I have to be honest. I have to say I'm very surprised at the fashion they won this game. I thought it was going to be a lot closer than what the, the score ended up, 41 to 15. But, man, you have to go back and assess, okay, who this football team is because now they've turned the corner. Now, if they can keep that momentum and keep Jonathan Taylor upright and healthy and have that O-line, understand, you know what, this is the recipe to win games because right now, Lawrence, this team is built to travel. This team is built to play in, you know, rainy, cold weather, outdoor weather. I like what this football team is right now. Oh, yeah, I do too. I, I think that – I don't think anyone expected the Indianapolis Colts to, to jump up like that. I mean, oh, my – in the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, Indy was up 38-7. to seven. <laughs> Yes. 38 to 7. That, that eight, over half of Buffalo's points came in trash time again. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know what? I'm I'm cool with that second touchdown, you know, to Stephon <laughs> Diggs. Uh, all right, that's cool, you know, uh because it was it was a beatdown. It was a, it was an utter beatdown. And I I I'm curious because Buffalo's defense walking into this was the number 1 defense rated mm -hmm. in the NFL and had the number 3 rush defense. And Jonathan Taylor made them look like a junior varsity team out <laughs> yeah. there. Right. Can we now start to talk, start this conversation about Jonathan Taylor getting the MVP vote? This guy has been has meant more to this unit and this football team than any other player in the in the league right now. What he's doing on the ground, how he's able to 32 carries like the other day for 185 yards, a career high, and it looked effortless. Carson Wentz, again, you don't put him in harm's way. He threw the ball a total of 20 times, barely over 100 yards, and you win in that type of fashion. I love this style of football. It may not be the prettiest, but damn it, when you have offensive linemen that enjoy run blocking and you have a running back at Jonathan Taylor that has great vision, as we talked about beforehand, he reminds me a lot of Frank Gore with his patience and how he's able to – his vision from that first five to seven yards – how he's able to, to, to rely on those guys up front, to lean on those D linemen and find those small little crevices and has enough and have enough quickness and speed to get through them. I like the way this football team is playing. Again, I'm very surprised of how they won this game, but that defense for Baltimore, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the uh, Buffalo, they got to go back to the drawing board because they flat out 
manhandled these guys. Mm-hmm. It was it, it, the it, they didn't have an answer. There was no answer for it. There was absolutely no answer for it. And when you're able, to, when your defense is able to turn the ball over at a high clip, uh, the way the Colts have been able to to turn it over this year, uh, our offense has scored. I, I saw another stat during the game that was uh, I'm surprised I didn't know it. But the Colts have scored the most points off of turnovers, most than mm-hmm. any other team in the league, and that's due to you know the defense being able to create some turnovers, uh, a lot of the lead the league in turnovers. But again, you know this team is playing at a high clip, four consecutive games, scoring opening drive uh, within your first fifteen. You know your scripted plays, you're able to collect touchdowns. That is the difference of this football team and how they've been able to win these last games. But the work is not done. We all know that because the thick of this schedule is coming up and they passed the first test. Now, every week from here on out, you got to go one and oh, you got to go one and oh and not get too far ahead of yourself because, you know, there's no there's no going back right now. The really good football teams find a way, catch their rhythm right now in November. Uh, to to make a final push for this playoff spot, and they've only helped themselves by winning the way they did and winning a really good football, beating a really good football team, which some had deemed a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely, and you know what's funny? Before this past Thursday, when we did our breakdown of the game, we were like we we saw the over under at fifty and a half points for total points of the game, and both of us was like, that's easy money. Easy money. That's easy money. Guess what? They scored 56 points on the over. So if you took our advice, congratulations. Mm-hmm. You put some money in your pocket. Speaking of putting some money in your pocket, bet online. It's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means. Football. All right. <laughs> and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet online has you covered all holiday seasons. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports actions this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code BELIEVE to receive that bonus. And it's not just football. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, NHL boxing, UFC, uh, your favorite Vegas casinos. Of the Frank Gordon, you know, fight coming up. <laughs> yeah. You know, we talked about that ad nauseum uh, right. over these past couple of weeks. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. And boy, I'll tell you what, fantasy is pretty big too. And I don't play fantasy, honestly, but I've yeah, got a lot of friends that play fantasy, you know, yeah. a ton of them. Yeah, and, I haven't been a fan. Of, I, not that I'm not a fan of it. It's just I, I keep getting kicked out of leagues. People ask me to join, and I, you know, I forget to watch one week. I don't keep up with what's going on, and I was like, you know what? I'll just watch it at my own clip. But I, I do, I do, you know, enjoy the, you know, what, what it brings. But I did enough of that when I was playing. But I, I do enjoy fantasy football. Yeah, my well, my friends was hitting me up. I was, I was, um on my uh discord channel and we were sitting there wa- uh watching the game and just talking and stuff and and they were like oh my gosh do you know what jonathan taylor just got me in fantasy and i was like what he said on the ground alone not including the passing catches and the <laughs> touchdown in the air 53 fantasy points oh so can i so i have a story with it i'm at uh-huh. a kitty party i was at a kitty party and i'm i have my uh nfl game day pass i'm watching the game and trying to you know 
watch my son at this kitty party and a buddy of mine walks up to me and he plays fantasy. He was like, man, look at, look at the points Jonathan Taylor. At that point it was like 50. He was like, it's unheard of. I had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. I was like, I guess it's a lot. He's playing well, MVP clip, the whole deal. But uh, yeah, that, that happened to me this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, so as I was to say, I don't know much about it, but Jonathan right. Taylor apparently seems to be one of those fantasy guys that, that, that people are going out there and grabbing. Uh, the, 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 sadly that, uh, another friend had traded Jonathan Taylor for Derek Henry four weeks ago. Oh man. That was, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not a bad trade, but you know, <laughs> looking back. Yeah. So what, right. what happens? I don't know what happens with it. Does he, is he allowed to bring in a substitute? Some yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, got look. other running backs on his roster. But, but nothing I mean, at the clap yeah. caliber of Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor. Exactly, exactly. Well, My goodness. That's yeah, all. Hope- for, for those people who've done something like that, I feel bad for you. I am so yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully you don't lose too much money. But uh, right, you don't have a right. shot. You don't exactly. Have a shot. <laughs> Man. Um, now we talk about this. Jonathan Taylor, he now is tied for the NFL record of having the most rushing, uh, most games in a row mm-hmm. of 100 yards scrimmage and a touchdown. Yes. Tied with LaDainian Tomlinson right now. Mm-hmm. One more game, and he, he'll, he'll, he'll own that record all by his lonesome. And he did it in incredible fashion. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I When was the last time? Or have you ever been part of a team? Let's say that mm-hmm. where either on your team or playing against that someone other than a quarterback and even a quarterback, five touchdowns is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But five touchdowns in a game. How rare is something like that? Yeah, man. In my 11 years, I don't remember. I remember being a part of one game in Cleveland, 2007, where we played the Bengals. And it was, the score was like 58 to 51, and we won the game. But I don't remember. It was a lot of touchdowns scored, but I don't remember. That was the highest scoring game I'd ever been a part of. No one scored five touchdowns. I mean, wow. three is a number that we throw around with touchdowns a game. Uh, but five from the running back position is quite rare. It's rare company to keep. And you just talked about a record that he has. He, to me, he seems to get better as the season unfolds. Uh, to me, it tells me he's in incredible shape. He takes care of his body. And for him only being year, how young is he? He's not even 22 20, years old. 22, 22. years old. Yeah. And to have the maturity to play the way that he has and have the ability to break tackles and be this elusive runner, um, I mean, it, it's really it, it, it's really putting this team in a really good spot because for the long haul, I think the GM in the front off they hit a gold mine. They found a diamond in the rough with this young man. Uh, did anyone think he was going to be this great? I thought he was going to be solid, but not at the clip that he's running the football and and uh, and leading this football team. So uh, we talked about it offline here. He, this is the only the second week he's had more than 20 carries mm-hmm. in a game. And to me, that is very efficient. 
very efficient. I know last game he had 32 carries. You know, he's not the Chris Henry or Derrick Henry type where he's getting the ball 27 to 35 times. No, this guy's having the same impact with twice as less amount of carries. So to me, that means you're highly efficient. And now as we move into the thick of this schedule, I think I, I read a uh, someplace where Frank Wright talked about, you know, at this point, we got to start leaning on him. He deserves at least 20 touches or more during the game. And it allows your offense to spread out. It allows your quarterback to play within a play within himself. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I really like what this football team is. But man, this is I don't want to get too excited. I don't want to get too excited. But it, damn it, it's hard not to because uh, these next few weeks are going to really. When we look back, these next four or five weeks, we're, it's going to tell the story of this team moving forward. Who's going to be here for the long haul? Who's not? What do we need to do to fix some things? Um, I, and I'm jumping around a bit, but I, I noticed T.Y. Hilton was back. Mm-hmm. And he's been in and out of the lineup. And I think he's a guy, once you start get, you know, making a, 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 a push for the postseason, you can get him back a steady dose and, uh, and healthy. I think he could, be, he could be a mismatch in the postseason where no one's expecting him to, to show up. Now, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I, I do think they still have some weapons that we had they hadn't utilized yet. They hadn't had the ability to because of the success of Jonathan Taylor. Exactly. And, and you know, as much props as we give Jonathan Taylor, and he deserves every bit of them, the blocking by the offensive line, the tight ends, the wide receivers yeah. have been yeah. so good. The yes. blocking schemes. Whoever's rolling up these wham block schemes – to where the tight ends are wham blocking the, the, the defensive tackles and allowing the linemen to get to the second level and get their hands on Listen. linebackers and safeties to free mm-hmm. up Jonathan Taylor downfield. Yeah. They need a pay raise because this is just amazing <laughs> uh, <laughs> scheme and execution by the players out there on, on the field. I hated the wham, the wham play. I hated it. It was the toughest play to defend because it happens like that. Yeah. And a guy like Jack Doyle, he's been doing it for, Ever, you know, he he's such a, a fundamentally sound blocker, route runner, the whole deal. Every team needs a Jack Doyle on their roster, and he does it well. And when I watch this team play, they don't trick you with the the plays they're going to run. You, when he's aligned off the ball and that wing set, either two things are going to three plays you get either that duo play where everyone doubles front side, or mm-hmm. he's blocking back. Um, it's a counter or he's that wham play and he's yep. a little bit he's a little bit further off the ball than usual but they beat you they beat they, they beat you with it they, you know it's coming and again um yeah that wham play is special when when that's when that's firing on all cylinders you know you know it's going to be a long day for the defense because that hits in the teeth of the defense right in the center and you're whamming a defensive tackle and you're you're a tight end so it tells you how tough that guy is. And I'll, I'll piggyback on something you just said. The receiver, everyone is bought into, I guess everyone understands, you know what? We got a guy. We got a guy in this backfield that we all need to do our job if we want to win some games. And I think everyone's bought in. Uh, receivers, obviously the old line, uh, tight ends. But this is, this is they've changed the way they played the style of football in the last four weeks than we saw the first four weeks of this team. You know, we, they were throwing the ball a lot, really couldn't. Uh, they were relying a lot on Carson Wentz. Now it's, you know what, 
uh, we figured something out. We cracked the code and and they've been and it's working. So uh, you don't change it. You don't change it while it's working. So, uh, I, I, again, I, I'm going to say this all, all day. The way this football team um, has positioned themselves uh, couldn't be better. You look at the 0-3, 1-4 start to be where they are now, to beat a, a highly, um, you know, quality football team gives them a lot of confidence going into next week. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know you are putting a whooping on a team when they take out a quarterback like Josh Allen mm-hmm. with five minutes mm-hmm. left in the game and drop in their backup quarterback and say, here, just go have fun because this game is way over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love that, man. I love I love those games. And guess what? We got another pick off of that. Uh, yeah. M- M- Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? It were 2014 when I was with the Colts there was a handful of games where I didn't play the fourth quarter because Andrew and that offense lit whoever we were playing up, lit the scoreboard up. And this is a great time to do that mm-hmm. because you, you know, you in the thick of the season where you are right now, week 11, and you can sit guys for a quarter, half a quarter. That is very beneficial to your legs and to your football team. So now there's another element to it. If we go out and take care of business as a team, we know, Certain guys, we're going to get pulled out if we were able to, uh, you know, have a big lead like this. But uh, what a what a day it was for the Colts. And I, I'm so happy for this football team and, and Frank Wright. Just to, you know, it's a different, different, t- it's a tale of uh, that's the season. It's the way seasons go. They go, they go sometimes. You know, you the, the majority of the guys are back healthy. Obviously, no one's completely healthy right now, but at least they're playing. They're yep. playing and, and they, they've got a rhythm and, you know, some guys have jumped out. Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor, you know, Quiddy Pay had a sack yes, uh, the other day. So guys are playing ball and they're playing excited. And that's what you love to see. That's great signs of, of a football team heading in the right direction. Oh, that Quiddy Pay sack was so uh, unbelievable because he didn't even bring him down. He just – he was like – face-to-face with him and was like, oh, there's the football reached out and was like, oh, it's a gift basket. Let's knock that out. You know, uh, it, was, it was pretty I've – never, I've never seen a sack like that. It's usually, you know, they're running behind and the quarterback don't see him and they slap the ball out or something. But, no, they right. were face-to-face to where they could have hugged each other, you know, and he just like, knock that ball out. Yeah, that, that's a good sign. That's a good <laughs> yeah. sign, man. A damn good sign. All right. Oh. Well, you know what? We, we talk about Jonathan Taylor's 32 carries, which is ridiculous, but mm-hmm. that's not all of it. I mean, the Colts ran the ball. If you include the quarterback runs, which, you know, there was three of them. Carson Wentz took off twice. Sam Ellinger, again, you know, the Colts was like, we're going to, you know, in five minutes left, we're going to go ahead and put all our backups in, including our backups on the offensive line and wide receivers and running backs and all that. Right. They ran the ball 46 times this game to only 20 passes. Wow. 46 times. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And and what's 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 even amazing is only Deion Jackson had less than 5.8 yards of carry. <laughs> only Deion Jackson. And that was because, you know, backup yeah, yeah. everything and right and he's, right. you know, your third string off the practice squad running back rookie. Right. You know, where where you got Zach Pascal took off for nine yards. Sam Ellinger took off for nine yards. Naheem Hines mm-hmm. had four carries for 37, 31 yards. And then Carson, look, we talked about that Carson Wentz scramble. Oh, my goodness. That was that was just amazing where he ducked 
who was that? Uh, can't remember who it was. It looked it looked like he was in the middle of a mosh pit. It was no oh, way no. he was going to get out of it. It seemed like all the <laughs> the lead linemen had their hands on him at least, and somehow he ducks underneath it, scrambles for. 15 yards or whatever the case may be you get three points on, a, on a third and long third and long third and long yeah. that that was it when i saw that play happen lawrence in my mind i'm like okay like it, it's one of those games where everything is going to go well they you know penalties weren't you know the uh buffalo would get just silly penalties and you know mm -hmm. uh, they'll get off the field but then it'd be negated because it's a rough in the passer or a holding on defense and it was just everything seemed to go as planned and and in my mind i'm like buffalo doesn't have a shot in hell they don't have a shot. <laughs> they don't have a shot so they better just hold on and not make this a blowout which they couldn't do but that was indicative of of you know that scramble to me was man he made a play when they needed they needed it and yep. you make one or two plays one or two plays a quarter if you're carson wentz that's enough for this football team it really is and he seems to be oh and this is another thing Lawrence, he seems to be okay with it from the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. He doesn't seem to be down that I'm not the reason we're winning football football games because I've seen a lot of quarterbacks and been with a lot of quarterbacks who, if we win, they want to get the glory for it, as opposed to just winning the football game. You know, so he seems to be handling it fine. Uh, if it if it, if it were me, hell, the less I have to do, <laughs> the better. You know, yeah. so but uh, it, it's proven to be a, a recipe. For this team to be able to to travel, this team is built to travel, built to the right way. Is mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I, I may be a little biased, Lawrence, but I love a, the teams. To me, obviously, the NFL has changed, right? There, there is a pass happy league. We understand that, but the game of football doesn't change. If you can run the football, you know, it, it like they did in the old days, you know. In, in the postseason, when the weather, you know, the snow is coming down, the rain, and you're not playing indoors, it's a crappy football, crappy weather to throw in. You got to be able to play really good defense. You have to be able to run the football. Football, And the Colts have that at least. And they do have a guy, Carson Wentz, that can make some throws, you know, given the opportunity. But right now, let's get into the – let's get into the the dance first. Let's, 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 mm -hmm. let's play the way we've won this, these last four weeks. Let's get into the dance and – you know, we can throw in a wrinkle here and there, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see this football team, how they manage down the road and um, how they bounce back from this huge victory, because this is a big one. Oh, yeah, it was definitely a huge victory. And uh, just to go back on that Carson Wentz scramble, I don't know how you felt, but when I saw him slide feet first after that scramble, that's the first time I've seen him slide feet first ever. He's always <laughs> went head first and dove. I, know, I, I know. was like, holy cow. Yeah. Oh my goodness, he can be taught, you know. <laughs> right now, he has time where he the ball isn't in his head. All he has time to think about okay, should I slide head first and potentially risk losing the football, or should I, you know, he protected himself, he got the first down. That's all that matter. Get your butt down, get Absolutely. down, let's line up, play another play. And we, yeah, coach ended up getting three points out of that off of that drive. But there was a there was a lot of moments, um, where it's just you know, as a defense, I'm looking at, I'm trying to put myself on that defense for Buffalo, knowing that you, you're, you know, one against the pass, you're, you're best in the league against the pass, you're top five against the run and to lose in this fashion. Um, there's a lot of doubt 
in that locker room in Buffalo. I can promise you that. There's a lot of doubt. And you start to look back at some of the games they played leading up to that. Well, Derrick Henry was the last decent back they faced, and he ran all through them. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, are they a good football team against the run? Are they not? But either way, the coach showed that how dominant they can be and how they can be dominant over a dominant defense. This um, wasn't just a, a, a one-sided thing where the Colts' offense was so dumb. They held Buffalo Bills, this high-potent passing mm-hmm. attack, to 15 points. And, and and eight of those points, like I said, is in trash time, right? In the fourth quarter yeah. after it was already like 30-something to six, you know, or 30, 38 to seven, I think it was. And they held Josh Allen to 209 yards passing and they intercepted him twice. Mm-hmm. Intercepted and, him twice. Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley was quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephon Diggs was quiet. Emmanuel Sandals, San, Samuels was quiet. They managed to keep a top-tier offense in check. Yeah, the only, the only player on this team that had more than 27 yards receiving was the tight end. And I said that yeah. last. I was like, yeah. you know, the tight end, yeah. Dawson Knox might have himself a game yeah. because the yeah. Colts really haven't been very good against tight ends this year, especially mm-hmm. over the seam right behind that little – right behind the linebackers in that zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you, met, you mentioned something else. I don't mean to cut you off there, but Go you ahead. mentioned something else uh, before we started taping here was the, the pick for more. You know, how, you know, we have to give credit when credit is due when Xavier Rhodes, who, um, you know, has been up and down this year, he was in the right place at the right time. He had great coverage, was able to get his hand on the ball, which turned into – uh, an interception by by Moore, and it was a heck of an interception by Moore, by the way, to tip it to mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. Uh, but again, the guys like Xavier Rhodes, guys like Darius Leonard, all their guys are showing up and making plays, and that to me is a sign of a really good football team moving in the right direction when everyone is contributing. I thought going to, into this game, all three phases weren't going to have were going to have to make an impact somehow some way they got a turnover on the kickoff return which turned into points early on um uh you know obviously we've we've talked at length about offensively how they were able to move the ball down the field and and dominate the time of possession the Colts had the ball for over 37 minutes yeah uh compared to 22 minutes on the other side so uh this was a complimentary this is the first game they actually put four quarters together and you know, and still play within themselves. So, uh, scary football team. I, I feel like around the rest of the league, they're in the thick of, it's just like thicket. And there is no one team, in my opinion, in the AFC that you can point to and say, you know what, they're the clear-cut favorites. Uh, I don't I don't believe anyone wants to face a team like the Colts right now. They're very dangerous right now. And uh, – uh, that is that is where you want to be at this point in the season. Before before this week, we, you could have said the Titans as a team you don't you know clear cut favorite, and but now mm-hmm. two of their three losses have came to the Jets and the Texans. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's not something you <laughs> right. want on your resume. Uh, <laughs> right. Not right now, you don't. No, <laughs> not before no. Thanksgiving. No, no, no. Um, but no, see. Remember, we we have talked at nauseum, or at least I've brought it up, where Darius Leonard 
before the season even started, said, you know what, our goal is 40, 40 turnovers this season. Mm-hmm. The Colts lead the league right now, 25. You know what the average is out to? 39. 39 for the season if, if wow. they continue going on. So they're wow. still right there. My goodness. <laughs> right, oh, my right. goodness. You know, they only had the most <laughs> turnovers they have had in a season with Darius Leonard and all them is 27. They have 25 now and six more games to go. Wow. Wow. You know what? I knew on I wonder how many did, turnovers did they generate last year? I can't remember. 26. I can't remember off top. Oh yeah, 26, 26. That is uh that is a that is a heck of a number. That is a heck of a number to 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 strive for. And 40. I I, I know this. I'll never doubt Darius Leonard ever again when it comes to turnovers. Because right. this football team has been been able to manage this these type of turnovers when they're just a game over 500. We're mm-hmm. not talking about a team that is, you know, uh uh seven and, you know, or has nine wins right now or one loss right now. So, uh this team has been able to still be who they are defensively even though they struggle winning some football games early, but that's the one commonality about this team. They're able to, to generate turnovers and now when you look at you look at the Indianapolis Colts. Who are they? What are they? You should be able to identify what a team is at this point in the season. And I think we could tell you who the Colts are and how they how they're going to win football games and what they do best. Um, defensively, I love the way they were able to Josh Allen when he scrambles to his right mm-hmm. and extend plays. That's where he can hurt you. Uh, with with Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs, those guys being uh, so quick, uh, quick uh, twitch guys, uh, they play well off of him. But they, I, I heard it in the broadcast. The broadcast, I guess they had interviewed Eberflus, and he mentioned about making him escape to his left. Mm-hmm. That he wasn't as effective escaping to his left, and you saw that early on in that football mm-hmm. game. And you couple that with the with the league they generated, and now they're playing, you know, uh, left handed, if you will. Uh, they 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 become off strip script and now they're just scratching to be in the football game and obviously they weren't able to keep up until the the trash minutes at the end of that football game. But uh, Iberflus had a great plan going into it. I didn't think he he did anything, um, you know, outside of who we thought they were, and that formula ended up, uh, you know, working for him. You know, I have been complaining so much this season about when the Indianapolis Colts get up by like two or three scores in the second half and Eberflus drops into that mm-hmm. stupid soft-ass zone defense yeah. and allows teams to come back. And I tweeted this out. I was like, if if by some miracle the Colts get three scores up, he better not do that, you know, because <laughs> you can't allow the Bills at this kind of high-flying yeah. offense to be able yeah. to come back. He didn't go into that soft zone until mm-hmm. late in the fourth quarter yeah. When the Colts were up by five scores. Right. Good for you, Eberflus. Good for you. All right. right. At that point, I was like, now's the time. Go ahead and do right. that. Eat the clock because this right. game is over. You know? Yes. Yes. No, I, I agree. That that's uh because we're we're you know, we're guys want to apply pressure. This is a this is a violent, combative football game. You know, anytime you get a lead, and now everyone's so uh just afraid of revisiting the Baltimore week, you know, you don't want to see that again. 
And I think Iberflus probably had learned from that a little bit. It's like, you know what? I can't, my guys aren't prepared to just play the same coverage, if not a softer coverage, and expect us to keep a lead. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. We gotta find we gotta find a balance there. And if you're up by five scores, yeah, this is the time to kind of, you know, call the dogs off, if you will. Yeah. And uh, you know, methodically let the team go down the field and eat up clock. So uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. But he deserve he deserves that. He deserves that criticism. Yeah, because you know, it's not playing against a, a a Patrick Mahomes. You know, you can't afford to play soft coverage because we all know he will torch an opposing team if he knows where you're going to be lined up pre snap, and uh, it's just not. Hopefully, we don't get to that. <laughs> but uh, you know, this team is playing exceptionally football at the right moment in time. And, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be I'm, – I'm, I, I can't help but think about what other team that's hot as the Colts right now that – New England. New England. That's the only one. That's the only one. Yep. And I don't give them the benefit of the doubt because they just – they have a rookie quarterback. I can't get over that. I just mm-hmm. can't – I can't get over – I feel like if you get up on a team like the Patriots, regardless of I understand – you know, you have one of the greatest coaches to ever coach for the game of football. I get all of that. This is where I separate the Colts from the Patriots. If the Colts get behind, we have a guy under center that can throw us, could potentially, has the ability to throw us back into a football game. Mm-hmm. I don't think Patriots have that right now with Mac Jones. Or he may have it, we just hadn't seen it. And uh, the way they've been winning football games are, are a lot similar to how the Colts are winning football games, running the mm-hmm. football, taking what the defense gives you, not having, not wowing anyone in a stat column from uh, the passing game, but you're winning football games. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. That's what gets you that new contract. That's what gets you extra money in the postseason. And that's how legacies are built. Yeah. Uh, you would mention, you know, we're not quite there yet for the playoffs. We're still on the outside looking in uh, by a half a game. Um, but when I was talking about you saying Eberflus, hopefully he learned in this game not to do that. He butter because we still got some, we was talking before this, we got a heck of a schedule still to play, right? We still got, we still got freaking Brady next week. You know, we still got, um, New England and and Belichick, you know, we, we still have, uh, Kyler Murray and the Arizona mm-hmm. Cardinals. We still mm-hmm. have Derek Carr and that high-flying uh, offense of, of the Raiders. You know, yes, we are going to have to play some really good football from here on out in mm-hmm. order just to keep ourselves in the playoff hunt. Now it's in our it's in our pocket. If we win out, we're in because we'll right. knock off all these guys that are in front of us, and we'll get ourselves into the playoffs. But we have to play exquisite football like we did last night and uh and four quarters of it too every four you, quarters. You can't you can't let up bill mm-hmm. belichick would never let up you know right no way right so the colts the colts can't do that either because there's the the, the offenses that we're going to be facing are just going to be too good we we have you talked about it we have two games that are uh they're still important because they're divisional games right. but it's the texans and the jaguars right you know games you should win should all yeah should I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, we just watched the Texans beat the Titans, 
right? Right. And the right. Jaguars two weeks ago beat the Bills. So right. uh, any given Sunday, no, don't mm-hmm. take them lightly. But uh, yeah, Indy, Indy needs to really continue what they're going. They are peaking at the right time in the second half of the season, and they need to just ride that. Yeah, and you know what? Be comfortable winning the way you're winning. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 won the possession battle by almost 15 minutes, and you ran the football. You ran the football 46 times in total. Everyone more than you've thrown the football. So I think that alone will will buy you some time here to get a little creative. I think uh, you know Frank Wright. This is leading. This is playing right up the hand that he wants. You know, because I, I know that guy from his time in Philly, he had a wrinkle here and there. And the goal line, I just, you know, when you're in control like that, now those creative plays become harder to defend. And what I was looking for during that game was, okay, are you going to work on some things that you normally wouldn't typically run throughout the course of a game just to throw the next opponent and the other opponent's down the road off just to give them one more thing to game plan against and i was looking for that you know once you get a big lead now let's let's throw in some plays that we normally would not call just to show it on film so you know the raiders the cardinals the patriots the bucks have to game plan for and uh you know that's just me just overthinking the game a bit but uh this team again i'm gonna take the words out of your mouth this team is peaking at the right time at the right moment and the way they won this football game stunned the hell out of me. And I'm sure it's, it, 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 it stunned everyone but the guys in that locker room because they went out and did it and they believed it. And they got to continue that belief. If they think they're going to get through these next, these next six weeks of the season because it gets harder and tougher. And Frank Wright said it after the game. You know, even though this is a big game, it's an important one. But winning one big game doesn't make your season at this point. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta continue to build off of it. And hopefully those young guys in that locker room can reflect what happened and what the conversations were like in the locker room, what the mood was like in the locker room, what people outside of that building was talking about with this football team within the first four weeks. They can use that energy and that motivation to to and and, and place it so they know, you know what, we've gone down that right, that route. No one's really expecting too much of us right now. And uh, they, they've slowly changed the narrative. And now we're talking people on this team being in the MVP race and, uh, you know, and breaking records week in and week out. So they've done it. They believed in it from the beginning. Um, and you know what? This is going to be a dangerous football team moving forward. Yeah, we, I'm looking at uh, Jonathan Taylor's stats. Currently, he is on pace. For over 1,900 yards rushing, 2,300 total scrimmage yards, and 23 touchdowns. Oh my God! See, you know what? You know what? That's amazing. But you know what? Derrick Henry has put a damper on. Yeah, I know. This guy, you know, if you remove Derrick Henry, the 2,000 yard season. I mean, the guy. If you were to compare the two guys, they're completely two different runners, mm-hmm. right? They they impact the game completely different. But it's like he's having arguably one – he probably had one of the greatest seasons as a running back with the Colts, and they've had some really – they've had some Hall of Fame running – they've had two Hall of Fame running backs. Oh, yeah. Um, and Marshall Falk and, and Edron James. This is one season to remember. I mean, you look at all the st- all the, the records he's breaking, you know, these guys aren't 
the guys that he's, you know, competing with within the the organization are guys that played less than 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, these aren't dinosaurs, but um, this goes to show you the impact he's having. And he's so humble and likable, man. Oh, my oh, yeah. goodness. Just a just a just a hard hat type of guy to call that that fits the the breed of what a, a Colts player should be and, and what they look like. Absolutely. You got any final words before we go ahead and uh, finish this episode out? Uh, you know what? I'm a, I think I'm going to just repeat what I've been saying, man. You know, I think the Colts fans have to show up for them against the Colts, against the Bucks. You know, this upcoming week, Brady's in the house. No one likes Brady, no matter what jerseys he's, jersey he's wearing. Um, but embrace these guys. These guys have built themselves out of a hole and they're right where they want to be. And the fan is exciting to watch. And it's going to be exciting to, to, to see the duration of the season unfold. Absolutely. Starting out 0-3 really put the Indianapolis Colts in a massive hole. Now, yes, there was excuses for that uh, with mm-hmm. injuries and, and new players and, and all that neat stuff. But they have really came out and played amazing football. They're 6-2 and two in their last eight games. That is mm-hmm. that that's something to hang a hat on. Right. And it's good to celebrate after this type of win. But mm-hmm. re- you got to remember, this is not the Colt Super Bowl. This is a step up that mountain, as Frank Reich likes to say, yep. on the way to getting to where you want to go. So um, thanks again, guys. This is Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And I'm Lawrence Owen. That's Dequell Jackson. And as usual, go Go Colts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.